Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're back from our little break. This is the Real Talk Table, and we're talking about why is it hard for women of color to become friends or to connect or to have real, true friendships with all the phoniness. And I'm very fortunate tonight to be with my co-host, Nankia, who is um, in her early, she's not even 21 at this time, but she has a very brilliant mind and she has a lot to say and a, a, a wonderful, uh, she's a good person to represent the people of her age group. So we're gonna talk about um, what's going on in our communities. We don't know if this same problem occurs with the other races. So we can only talk about what happens with women of color. Now, of our previous broadcast, we talked about the things that kept black women from being close to one another or becoming friends. And we said that jealousy was one of them. Mm -hmm. And then what other did we talk about, Kia, besides the jealousy thing? Um, was like competition. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, and then competing against one another. So tonight, what we want to do is to talk about What's the solution to this problem? Okay, how do we stop being enemies and learn how to become friends? And it's, I know it's gotta be baby steps, but we have to be willing to take the time and to just stop the madness, stop being busy, and to just to get to know the other women that we meet in our lives and to become learn how to become friends. So one thing I had thought about was doing a um, a girl's sleepover. I did it with my sisters. And we did it during the Christmas holiday. And it was just a wonderful experience. We exchanged little small gifts. We talked about different things that concerned us as females and also things that occurred to us that happened to us at Brother when we were children. And so I was talking to Kia and I was telling her I would like to do that in the near future, have a pajama party, everybody hang out and we could, uh, and everyone bring a movie of their choice that they could share with um, the, the rest of the ladies. So that was my suggestion. So I'm kicking it back out to you, Kia. Do you have any idea of how, you know, your generation or even my generation, what we could do as women of color to learn how to bridge that gap? Um, somewhat like that. You know, um, we could like, as what they call it, like I think like a woman retreat, like mm. you can go like, women go like on road trips together and they bond. And it's not women that you know, it's mm -hmm. women that you can get to know. Wow. And get to hear their story and they talk about like their men, their, their life, their past life, you know, and you really get to say, well, and then some you might have a lot in common with, and you might be like, well, that's me, I, you know what I'm saying? So, I, yeah, I like that. I, I wanted to do that one day. And you know what, it's amazing, Can you probably wonder why am I sitting over here smiling? <laughs> I'm having, a, I'm reminiscing <laughs> about an experience that I had. I had some friends that taught me into going on a women's retreat with them. Really? I had never been on one, I had always wanted to, and this was women from different races. And we were all on the bus, and it was just really exciting to be with people of different nationalities to find out that behind all of the different colors of our skin 
we were still the same people underneath. Yep. We were still women having women issues, women problems, exactly. having the same stuff going on with our men that was going on with their men and children and whatever. And then when we got to the, the place that we had a retreat, it was way up into the mountains. You couldn't hear any ambulance. You couldn't hear people talking. We weren't allowed to use our cell phones. And it was the most wonderful, the most relaxing experience I ever had. And we did arts and crafts, and we had stuff that we, problems that we were going through, we were told to print it out, fold it up, and put it in a bucket. Mm-hmm. And we, they shook the bucket up, and they pulled it out, and as women, we discussed, you know, different things. And it was amazing that, say for was a woman that was going through uh, a baby mama drama. And she thought she was in it by herself to come out of the other women that was right around her that was going through it, that had good suggestions to tell them what they did. So I, I like that kid. You know what? I'm a person of action. I think that we should put it out there to the other women that's in our listening audience. We are planning a uh, women's retreat. Thank you, Kia. So um, she's going to spearhead this. It uh, was her ideal. <laughs> Don't be laughing, girl. <laughs> yeah, this is the real talk tale. We told y'all would come up, come out. So, hey, it's your turn, Kia. I'm kicking it out to you, girl. Well, as for the woman retreat, we're going to continue on to that? Oh, hi, whatever you talk about. It's sacred. This is on you now. It's your turn. Um, with a touch of topic, just to continue on to women, um, I think it would be good doing that retreat because a lot of women as in women of color a lot of women we hate on each other Mm, that's true true and we like to pick apart little things and Mm -hmm. you know we like to talk bad on one you know instead of lifting them up we like to talk bad or you know what i'm saying like if i ask you like sephiris for example if you ask a woman Okay, do I still have a tag on my shirt? Saying, well, mm. you just got a shirt. Mm-hmm. You ask a woman, do I still got a tag? They, they know that shirt cute, though. But you ask them, they say, no, no tag. Another woman at you ask, you say, do I have a tag? They even say it, mm. that you need to take that tag off because wow. you have a tag on you. But mm-hmm. the other woman did not tell you that. And that's something. So and that happens a lot. So things like that. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. And that's what we need to do. And talk about things like that. But see, a lot of women won't talk about things like that because they're not a woman that hate. They do. And you know what? It's time for us to get rid of this hate. Envy. Envy. And and that is such a powerful emotion. And while women are using all this energy being envious of someone else, how about looking at that sister that you're envious of and say, okay, what she have, I would like to have it. And maybe I could be her friend and maybe she could tell me what she did to get to where she is. Right. And um, I think that having this uh, retreat, and I hope that we would have it hopefully within the next three months or so, it would be a a wonderful thing to do because no agenda, just getting together and just learning how to just to talk about, just to talk. I've, even at my age, I found that, I've found that there are so many women that are so fake and phony, they can't even be real. They feel that they have to have this long hair look, the the biggest mm. designer bag. The mm. uh, when you say, "Oh, those are pretty shoes," instead of them saying, "Thank you," they say, "Oh, I got those from Nostrum." <laughs> you know, why does it have to be that? 
Right. You know, so I, the only the stipulation I would like to make for the women's retreat, I would like for everyone to please come casual. No Sunday best. You know, bring a hat if we're going to be in the sun. But just, you know, come and hang out. Let's just, you know, let's relax and let's do us. And I think the first thing I'm going to need to concentrate is how to fall in love with myself. There's so many things that occurred to me in my life that I actually did not love myself. And I'm still struggling with that. I haven't arrived, but it's baby steps. And I think that as women of color, we could come together, we could share with one another. Like, even though you're a younger person, I've learned a lot from you. And hopefully you learning from me. And I think that's what it's gonna take. It's gonna take different generations of women of color and once we build our strengths, okay, we may invite the Caucasian women and the <laughs> Hispanic women and the Oriental women so they can't say we're being racist. But for right now, we have to focus on ourselves. We do. We got to focus on black women. Because as black women, we are beautiful. Oh, yeah. see, a lot of, that's why they, instead of black, we use ebony. Mm. Because that stands for us. Black, beautiful women. And... When we say ebony, it's a, it's it's like elegance. Yes. Because that's where that's where we lie in. Mm-hmm. But see, a lot of women, they have a lot of black women. They're very self conscious. They're very okay. Well, I want to look like this one. Mm-hmm. Or I want to look like the next girl. Or I want to look like that girl on Instagram. Or I want to have big butt like she do. Or I want to have big boobs like she do. Or I want to have that them big juicy lips like she do. <laughs> but it's true. And it's so it true. is true. It is. And then and like we was watching like on that show about the butts and they have how the woman, like you can put your whole fist into her butt because of the implants gone wrong. Yes, She yes. was botched. <laughs> so you you go through all that to almost die? Isn't that something? And that's got a lot to do with vanity. Why, who are you trying to look like if it was not given to you from your creator, you weren't supposed to have that. And, you, no. and the thing, you, you touched on something I thought was really important too. The fact that we are beautiful. Women are color. We have to stop. Look in the mirror, the different colors, our different are. complexions. And are. when I tell when I tell women that are your complexion that I think they are beautiful, they think I'm just saying it. But I mean, really, the the to me, the blacker the uh, person is, that's the truer you are to who you are. And I am so excited at my age that women of color are finally learning to embrace their culture and to love themselves and to love their hair. Um, we have been taught to hate our hair for so long. Hmm. And it's been a battle, trust me. Being natural, it has not been easy. Hmm. There have been times when I went for interviews and for jobs that I had to actually put on a wig because I wouldn't have gotten hired. Mm. And it's a shame that in this day and age to have to do that, but hey, I gotta pay bills too. So I'm glad that we have decided that we, someone has to start somewhere, why not us? And this Real Talk table, uh, I thank you and I thank Nabi for us creating this because this is real talk. You know, there's things that need to be talked about that other people are shying away from. And uh, like I said, I thank you for your input too, Kia, because 
you have a lot to offer. So young people, if you think this is just a show for older people, no, we need all the young people, all age groups. That's why I'm here. That's right. That's why Kia here. In now, fact, to touch on what you were saying about the nappy hair and the woman of color. When I, dark skinned women like me, I was watching on YouTube and I learned the reason why it's melanin, the reason why you be so dark and the reason why there's um, albino women. Okay. Because our melanin is high. So as it being high, you're richer, your, your skin is more dark. Their melanin is very low. So as it being low, you be light. And that's why they so rare skin. That's what we call them, like the rare skin. Like, they call them like the white black person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. You know, like, that's what they call them. And for nappy, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, a lot of women, like, they cut, they shave their hair off bald just because they go through all the straightening. We have to go through all the straightening and all that. And that's mm. what breaks our hair. That's like right. Like, the perm and just to want to look this way. Like, okay, I want my hair this way, blah, blah, blah. But then a lot of women say, forget that. I really rock my afro. Mm. And the, How about that? a woman from Empire, Taraji, um, they she was shooting the cover for magazine. Mm. And she had her hair like afro, but it was cut, you know, cut close on the sides. And, you know, afro up top. I thought it was really, really cute. And they, they had flat on it because they said it was too black. Mm, I didn't know that. She didn't like it, but she did it because I had. I got, she said I got to get my check by any means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. Know, so hey. I understand that. Yeah. But and you see, and BT when she hosts the Soul Train, they want her to keep her hair like that because see, BT is all about for black entertainment, mm -hmm. and they stand up for that, even though they do have their little bumps along the way that they do with people and their wars. Mm -hmm. But. They do stand up for that, and they and they really encourage, especially black women. They, yeah, they really do. rock because they even we even have our own award on this. That's their, right. Black girls rock. Black so girls rock. That's right. They, they really empower black women. They do. They do. And you know what you're saying is so true. And speaking about the hairdos, I think I was talking to you and Navi the other day. I said, "Who are they copying all of us?" I see a lot of women lately. They have all have the bangs and have their hair comb to the back and has this big thick braid going down mm -hmm. the middle and I said it's to me it's like that's not original why are people copying off of other people just be you and so we have to learn how to embrace ourselves as first of all embrace ourselves to begin with us start with us um, the favorite song that my husband and I've been listening to lately is do you want to be happy i heard the song before but i had never ever listened to the lyrics until he mentioned it and it said uh it was powerful it's like do you want to be happy and you think that it's everyone else but the biggest enemy was me i was my biggest enemy and i kept giving my heart and giving my heart and people kept tearing it apart just like the song says and my heart never healed <clears throat> and I became addicted to the pain. My goodness, when I finally heard the words, it knocked me out. People, if y'all ain't never listened to that song, y'all didn't listen to that song, that's my theme song. Do you want to be happy? And just like a quote I heard one time, I didn't really understand the quote until actually you actually start living it. 
Mm-hmm. And the quote says, are you living or are you existing? Wow. And I said to myself, I said, what do that mean? And I kept dying. I said, kept coming in my head. I said, are you living or are you existing? What does that mean? I mean, I know I'm existing because I'm here in this world. Mm. But are you living to your full capability that you could be doing in Thank the world? Thank you. As a, as a person. So now when I go back to that quote and I say, am I living or I'm existing? I'm just existing. Mm. And because I don't start living till I live and start doing for kids. That's true. And that's when I start living. That's when you start living. That's when I start living. And that goes back to that. That's when I start being happy. Happiness comes with living. Happiness comes with living and happiness starts with me. My, myself. With ourselves. Myself. So when we finally figured out the equation, okay, so we were the biggest enemy. So we had to move us out of the way. So, but this is a healing process. It's not going to come overnight. And as we said before, there are going to be some bumps along the way. But I do believe that there's strength in numbers. I do. I believe that because, hey, I'm one of eight. And I know that when we were separated, we were weak. But when we come together, we're strong. And even as women of color, we got to come together. We can't and keep talking about it and hate it. Hey. Talking behind each other's back, but yes. you smile on her face, but mm. you cough behind her back, and to other people, smile in your face. A lot of young <laughs> black women, a lot of Best young black ever. women, they will talk bad about another person to another person. Hint, hint, like that person won't talk, like that person won't tell what you just said. Mm. That's why you gotta watch out who you talk to, too. Thank you. You can't just go around and start talking about trash about people because then they coming at your neck. Hey, that might be their best friend. I remember I was working with some ladies recently. I can't call to tell y'all the name of the place, you know, protecting the innocent. Hmm. But they kept talking about this one particular registered nurse who had bald spots in her hair. She must don't have a, I heard she had a husband. Why he ain't getting her hair fixed? Why is she coming to work looking like that? She making this money. Why she ain't get, they never took the time to get to know her. The first night that I worked with this young lady, she and I had a chance to talk and I had to thank her because everyone else had tried to put me under the bus. She wasn't even my uh, trainee, trainer, or the person supposed to be showing me the ropes, but she took her time to do it and got fussed at, but anyway, She told me her story. She was a cancer survivor. She had both of her breasts removed. She had chemotherapy. She had radiation. And she was still trying to work. And she still had a family and had family members that were special needs. And she was taking different places. I salute her. Because you never know a person's story. You don't know a person's story. Why they house look like that? Mm. Why they? Maybe they're depressed. Maybe Maybe they're depressed. depressed. Maybe they're a holder. Shit, you got a lot of people like that. I have seen people go through deep depression because they hold so much stuff in their house with a terrible mess. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so, I mean, you can't just talk about, oh, why her hair look like that? Oh, she got a man. Why he ain't painted? Why he yes, ain't got a yes. Blah, 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 blah. Why her nails look like that? Maybe she don't like fake hair. Yes. Maybe she don't like it. Or maybe she's trying to follow the policy and procedure book that says you're not supposed to wear them in a specific place, place you're working. I mean, and then I had to tell him, I said, after the lady quit and because they treated her so bad, she went to another facility. I said, oh, did you all know she was a cancer survivor? Everybody said, what do you mean? I said, yeah, she just got through finishing chemotherapy and radiation. That's why she doesn't have any hair. And they looked at me like, wow. That right there let me know that 
the world has changed. People have become so hard and, and so uncaring and so unloving. So let's stop the bus right here. Hello, I'm pulling the cord. Bus, will you stop? I'm getting off right here. Yeah. I'm ready to make a change. I am too. I'm yeah. ready to make a change. Like he said, you look at yourself. You the man in the mirror. Mm. Can you change? Are you willing to make a change? Because see, it only take the only take one person to start up a change. Gone, girl. But are you willing to die? I can't die. All right, because last night Barry said, "Hey, somebody got a." He said Jesus Christ was a warrior. He said. He was a sacrificial lamb. Somebody got to step up to the plate. And he said he was ready to die. But you know what? I tell you what. I don't want to die. You don't want to die. I ain't ready yet. But guess what? It's strength in numbers, as I said. Black power. Black power, y'all. Strength in numbers. That female activist, they shot her. Gunned her down, came in her apartment, trashed, no, came in her house, trashed her house because Ooh. it was a black fe- black female activist. She was only 27 years old. They came in there, trashed her house, kicked the door down like she didn't kill somebody. All she doing is talking about messages like we doing right now. But see, they knew that she was talking too much. See, you mm. see what I'm saying? So they came, bum rushed her door down, gunned her down, and shot her son, three-year-old son. In the leg or thigh or something like that. He lived up. Mm. now he living with the grandma, auntie, somebody. Just like that other black female they found in the river dead. She came up missing. They were trying to act like she took off. She was not that kind of person. Then they're going to say she committed suicide, but she shot in the back of her head. Okay, really? So what we're saying is that there is strength in numbers. We cannot be long rangers. We studio audience, we need your help. We also need, I'm not begging, but hey, everybody else out there got a bucket out here. Hey, listen, if you all believe in what we're talking about, we do need, you know, a little support. If you can't even say anything, if you even got a penny, if you got a nickel, I'll take a nickel. Every penny counts. I got that from my brother Joseph, Joe Rose. So if y'all can't even send nothing, just you know, stay tuned to our channel every week and give us support. Please, we like and we take the comments and all that. No negativity. That's right. No negativity. Because I bite back. That's right. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. then we say we the real, what? The talk real table. talk table will come up, come out. So if y'all cuss at us, we may cuss at y'all, but we're going to have to bleep it out. We will. But we know that what the recording right. things say, you can't be cussing. No. But it's okay. Though. It's okay, though. Do. We don't care. We don't it's care because okay. this is the real talk table. So if you'll come correct us, we come correct to y'all. We just want to <laughs> say that we love y'all. We're going to go out tonight with a, um, a little music from Najee. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the uh, real talk table. This is Shirley Rogers. And I am Kia. And we are talking live from Cleveland. Well, no, well, Cleveland, Ohio, but actually Cleveland, we Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. But we live in Euclid. We're kind of like snooty booties because we're see, bougie. we're bougie because see, in Euclid, we have smooth streets. We don't have potholes and we have police. Oh, okay. Sure, I gonna do that. All right. Oops. Sure, Look, but I'm sorry, y'all. You know, you know the Cleveland police, they be there about an hour. They be there about an hour. Everything been done. You even handled yourself when they got there. I know. But it's okay. Though. It's okay, though. It's okay. It's okay. But look, y'all, we appreciate everybody's call, you know, listening on us. 
We'll be back same time next week. Next time, Real Talk Table. Good night. Bye-bye. All right, girlfriend.